Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Mariners had a really nice, exciting announcement recently that they're going to honor one of their greatest players in franchise history. Talk to Greg Johns about that. I'm Allison Futter. Greg, before we get to that, though, I want to ask you one question about the current roster, and that is Ariel Miranda. Is his role... Uh, what is his role coming up in 2017? Will he maybe be stretched out in spring training so he could be called upon to start? Um, how did the Mariners view him? Yeah, Ariel Miranda definitely is, is the is number six starter going into spring, which is which is something you like to have uh, with any major league staff because uh, the, the chances of five guys going uh, healthy through spring, let alone a full season, is is rare indeed. So. Uh, Miranda comes as kind of a nice luxury after they added uh, Drew Smiley and Ivana Gallardo uh, to, uh, to give them a, a sixth arm now. And, and they've got some other guys, uh, Chris Heston, Rob Whalen, uh, some other guys uh, that will be also stretched out this spring. But but Miranda definitely will will work as a starter uh, in camp uh, you know, and get his, get his arm stretched out. Uh, for one thing, uh, Felix Hernandez is going to WBC, so there'll be a a few starts in there anyway that they'll need another arm, but the, but Moran is a guy that, that pitched well for them when they picked him up at the end of last year, and and they liked what he what, what he brought, uh, and they like having that depth. Uh, whether he goes uh, to Tacoma if he doesn't make the, the rotation, uh, and is waiting there a, a call away as a starter, or whether he fits into that bullpen uh, as a, a strong lefty that you know, they had last year, Mike Mike Montgomery in that role and uh, worked out very well. A guy that can give him some length and also be used as a lefty. Uh, uh, Montgomery is very good, and they see Mon- uh, they see Miranda that, that same kind of uh, potential. So he he could go either way. It'll be an interesting spring for Miranda, but but definitely be in the mix uh, with the starters as they go through camp, and then they'll see where he falls. So once they cut down to twenty five, yeah, and it can't hurt, right? So it's the it's the opposite. Like if you need all of a sudden you need a starter, and then a guy's not stretched out, so there's no harm in having him kind of be. Um, I mean, they always start. I mean, every team starts spring training with many more than five starters that uh, that kind of go through the, the schedule, the exhibition schedule. Um, so it's no harm, no foul, right? So at the end of the yeah. spring training, he's just no, be a bullpen guy. Yeah, no doubt. It's easier to go from being stretched out to pitching in relief than it is going the other direction. And and uh, and he is a guy who's been a starter uh, through through most of his career, and and uh, you know that's kind of a natural role for him. But uh, they do like his versatility and what he could bring. So yeah, he's. He's one to watch, and, and you kind of like you like that depth. Uh, it's one of the things that Depoto was looking for is to give 
give more depth, more options in that rotation, and uh, he certainly is, is one of those guys. Okay, so we're going to move on to um, something that just makes us all smile, and that is that the Mariners have officially announced they're going to retire Edgar Martinez's number um, later on in the summer. So, first of all, tell us just like what that was like covering that. I mean, he's a great guy. Everybody likes him a lot. And he's been in the organization for such a long time. I don't know that I really realized that until I started looking at some of these numbers. Um, he is a li- he is a Mariners lifer. <laughs> as, as Jay Buhner says, uh, Edgar bleeds Mariner blue. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. You, you retire a number, you know, usually that, that thing goes up on the wall and, and nobody else wears it. Well, here, here's a case where they retire a number and, and Edgar's still going to be wearing it. It's their hitting coach. So, uh, All right. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of funny that way. No one else will ever wear it, but Edgar's going to keep wearing that thing. And as he said, the plan is to keep putting on that uniform as long as he can. Uh, he, he really enjoys the role of hitting coach. And that speaks volumes about Edgar Martinez. I mean, uh, a lot of nearly every star of his caliber, when they retire, they, they don't want to get into coaching because of the hours and the, the time commitment, the travel and all those things. And, and they don't, those jobs don't, pay like you make when you're playing uh, you know it's, it's just it's it's a tough it's a tough gig and, and edgar loves the game enough that uh, he wanted to get back into it and you know, when his kids got a little older and, and he felt the itch and, and came up he started you know helping out with some things and when the hitting coach uh, was needed they called on edgar and he jumped into it and he, he really enjoys it and sees himself doing that uh, for the foreseeable future. So, yeah, here's a guy who loves hitting, and certainly uh, Mariner hitters love talking hitting with Edgar. Uh, he is a Mariner as can be, uh, you know, Edgar Martinez way outside Safeco Field. There's Edgar's Cantina down the left field line where you can buy a drink and, and, and some food during the game, and now Edgar's number will be hanging up next to Ken Griffey Jr.'s in the, on the center field facade at Safeco Field. So certainly, uh, you know, a, a fun day, and, and as you say, everybody loves Edgar. Uh, one of the most humble guys uh, in any any walk of life, and pretty fun to see those kind of uh, a person of that caliber. I think uh, honored in such a way is, is is pretty cool. Very cool. It's going to take place on August 12th. So, so the Mariners are celebrating their 40th anniversary as the Mariners, right? This season. Yes, which is okay. interesting. It's, it's their 41st year, so that's with a wedding anniversary, or whatever. Uh, you know, you don't <laughs> do your first anniversary till the end of that year, so. Technically, their 41st year, which people get confused on, but it is their what they're calling the 40th anniversary season. Okay, um, yeah, the Astros used to milk that stuff. They'd have like their, you know, 25th, 30th anniversary, then they'd have their 35th year. They did all kinds <laughs> of things to sell out yeah. the ballpark, so um, and it worked very well. Um, okay, so 40th anniversary, and I, my point being, so Edgar is 54 years old. He has been a part of the organization for 36 years. He played like 19 years or 18 years and, and been in the organization. So really, are we talking like all but four years that this guy has actually been a part of the Mariners organization in some, in some capacity? Of, yeah. So all but four years of the existence of the Mariners? Uh, I'd have to do the math. Uh, he signed in 1982. Uh, wow. Sanchez came into existence in 76, uh, I believe. So okay. uh, there was a few years after you know he retired from playing when he was – not an active member of the organization. I mean, he, you know, when he first retired, uh, you know, he went into private business for himself. Was doing a few different things. I remember he was, he was literally I think, trying to find things to do. I remember he was taking flying lessons, uh, doing all kinds <laughs> of things to keep himself busy. That was just kind of Edgar. And uh, you know, so it, it wasn't until he, you know, came back as hitting coach a year and a half ago that he kind of jumped back into it officially with the Mariners. So 
you know, but, but yes, 30, I guess 36 years since he first uh, signed with the team. It's a, a teenager out of Puerto Rico. And I was talking to him about that yesterday. He well remembers flying into a SeaTac airport the first time, not speaking much English at all, uh, getting off, getting on a bus and with a bunch of about six or seven other guys that he didn't know at a lick, uh, getting on a bus up to Bellingham, Washington, uh, to, to take on a sport that, uh, that he loved, but in a land that he didn't, uh, know much about. So, uh, I uh, didn't know much about the Mariners. Said uh, you know he grew up uh, you know watching the the Yankees and uh, on TV down in Puerto Rico and and uh, you know didn't know much about Seattle at all. So kind of funny how far he's come and how such an integral part of this community. That is amazing. Just because he's only 54 years old. So I mean we're talking about a relatively young person who has um, you know spent has been a part of this organization for almost the entire time it's in existence. It just doesn't seem like he's old enough to have that <laughs> um, have that distinction. But good for him. Um, and the other thing I want to ask you about, and I think we talked about this when, when Griffey was elected to the Hall of Fame and when they retired his number, but we're going to go over it again. The Mariners are very stringent on, on the retired numbers. And so now it will be Griffey, Jackie Robinson, and Edgar Martinez, and that is the end of it. So they have, they have rules in place about what makes you eligible to have your number retired, correct? And can you tell us what those rules are? Yeah, and, and the reason they do is, I mean, they 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 want to make it an exclusive club. Uh, you know, they have the Mariners Hall of Fame, and there's you know, eight or nine guys in that. You know, your Jamie Moyers, your Jay Buners, uh, you know, Lou Pinella, you know, such and such. Uh, uh, Edgar is in that, uh, as is Griffey. But but to, to retire a number, they kind of want that to be a a, a rare thing. Uh, they don't, you know, and, and I think that's a good decision. Uh, uh, to retire a number is kind of the ultimate honor, uh, and they're. Their rules are basically uh, you're either a Hall of Famer who played uh, five or more years with the Mariners uh, or you're a person close to the Hall of Fame, uh, came close to Hall of Fame induction and played pretty much your whole career in, in a Mariners uniform, which Edgar fits pretty nicely into Category B there. And, and they hope he gets into the Hall of Fame here in the next uh, two years as he appears close to be doing. He made a pretty good jump this year and get up to 58% uh, knocking on that door to get to 75. So we'll see where that goes. But, you know, that, they, you know that's that's their rules. Uh, there's not a lot of guys that fall into that. I think uh, Etro obviously will be a, a candidate. I think Randy Johnson, uh, certainly a candidate, fits those rules. And interestingly, uh, Randy and Etro both wore the same number 51. So oh. how that works, uh, you know, how you retire number 51 when it comes time will be will be a choice this franchise will have to make and, and something we'll have to watch. Uh, you know, two of the greatest players in, in uh, Mariner history and, and, and two Hall of Famers, uh, without a doubt, uh, you know, wearing that same number for the for Seattle. Yeah, so that that's a good segue to my final topic that I want to talk to you about. I had a chuckle. So all 30 beat writers for our MLB.com uh, reporters. They have they were tasked with coming up with the best free agent signing in franchise history. So everybody had a story on the best free agent signing in their franchise history, and I laughed uh, because I'm sure that you probably thought this might be the easiest assignment that I will ever have uh, in terms of having to write a story about the Mariners because there really is no question that it is Ichiro, and I'm sure you didn't have to spend a whole lot of time digging through the numbers to come up with that. <laughs> I, I did not. once. I'll be honest. I had to get clarification. Uh, you know, when they I said the best free agent is that okay to? You know, are, are we including international free agents? Because uh, <laughs> Ichiro, you know, wasn't playing for another major league team in Seattle. He was in Japan. True. Seattle. So I did have to ask if if that was uh, you know what they deemed uh, you know in in the the definition of what they were looking for, and it was uh, you know they, 
they, you know, said uh, you know he was available to all 30 teams. Obviously, Seattle won the uh, posting bid back at the back in the day to uh, with his team in Japan, and then uh, uh, to get the right to uh, negotiate with him and then sign him. So they, he, he easily uh, easily the best free agent signing if you if you define it that way. And uh, I guess the only guy really close, uh, you know, would be Robinson Cano, but doesn't have the time in yet that Ichiro does. So he's going to have to play a a long time in Seattle to, to match the, the kind of career Ichiro put up with you know ten consecutive Gold Gloves, ten consecutive All Star appearances, uh, and the impact he had uh, on the game and Seattle. So yeah, pretty pretty good, pretty solid pick uh, Ichiro, and uh, he's going to be coming back to Seattle here with the Marlins uh, uh, this this coming season. So that will be uh, quite a quite a date as well. And uh, Ichiro checks back into Safeco Field. Oh, that'll be a lot of fun, and it'll be uh, fun for the fans to see him and. And someday they will salute him as a Hall of Famer, so we'll uh, wait for that. Okay, Greg, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Talk to you soon. You bet, Austin. Good talking to you. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 